So you need knee surgery. Whether you're having an ACL repair or joint replacement surgery, or if you're looking to avoid surgery, we are here to help you achieve the best possible outcomes. The whole process can be scary, but there are two factors that you control that directly affect your outcomes. What you do weeks before surgery and your effort to gain early mobility post-surgery. With the right plan from your care team loaded into our platform and your commitment, you'll be back to normal function and doing what you love faster. The digital knee from Open is an artificial intelligent hinge joint sensor attached to your wearable or post-surgical brace. Via the patient app, you follow your prescribed care plan and stay engaged with your entire care team during your daily rehabilitation. In the Open Lab portal, your care team remotely monitors your progress, prescribes assessments, and monitors biomechanical data providing vital information that may prompt changes in your care plan. The Open Lab provides a concierge level of care as you're monitored by your care team, giving you the confidence that you're on track and doing everything in your control to regain your mobility, strength, and stability. We're here to get you ready for surgery and speed up your recovery. Hello, everyone. My name is Mark Anthony with Edge on Regen Medicine Show. I'm excited today. We have a doc, all doctor. I'm so used to saying doctor. We have doctors all the time on here, but we have Andrew McNaughton, here on the show, he is a regional sales manager in the U.S. What's cool about this, this company is from New Zealand. I mean, how many of us want to go to New Zealand? I know I do. But with that being said, we are going to, our topic today is on knee pain. I mean, how many people right now are struggling with knee pain? I know I am. I'm a tennis, ex-tennis pro, and I always, I'm always working, trying to keep my, my knees strong. And those of you that are struggling with knee pain, Guys, this is awesome technology. This is AI technology. I mean, it's not only AI technology, but here's a beautiful thing. Don't worry. Insurance covers it. That's the beautiful thing. So um, I'm excited. You guys can take a look at the, this amazing product. Product. It's at um, opumtechnologies.com, opumtechnologies.com. It's right on the screen, so you can't miss it. You can also uh, give Andrew a call and his team if you'd like. Um, again. Um, what's great about this technology, I'm not going to go deep into it. I know that Andrew will, but this technology is uh, in patient engagement. Uh, this is amazing. I'm excited. I almost want to teach on it because I have a lot of doctors that come on the show and they have great products, but I've never seen anything like this. Thank you so much, Andrew, for being here on the show. Not a problem. Really good to be with you, Mark. Yeah, this is awesome. Love the, love the accent. <laughs> I love yours too, Mark. I'm playing. <laughs> but uh, anyways, thank you so much for being here on the show. Uh, tell us about this um, unbelievable AI technology and why this is taking over the market and why you know we have surgeons, we have rehabilitation centers that are utilizing this. Sure, Mark. So um, this open digital knee was born out of the University of Auckland, and it was produced and built by a team of engineers that are dealing with uh, AI, robotics, um, and hinge joint sensors around the orthopedic space. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's a, it's a long time coming. It's been um, in work since about 2006. And the, the you know, the, the first product that we've made uh, is the hinge joint sensor for the knee. And the reason for that is it's an extremely way to measure uh, knee angles as a goniometer. Right. It attaches to various orthoses, so it's a modular component that can go from brace to brace. 
um, and it has been validated in the lab to be you know, accurate. Um, and it provides really great objective data that clinicians and their patients can use to set goals and to really push forward with their rehabilitation compliance um, in, a, in a really positive light. How, how long has the, um, the technology uh, been out? Yeah, so it's only been available since uh, the middle of Q4 of last year. Mm -hmm. um, our focus really is on the couple of research studies that are underway, one at the Shirley Ryan Rehab Center in the right. OA population. Uh -huh. And then we have another that will start in a few months in, at the Stanford University. And that one's studying uh, the ACL population and post-surgical care. Oh, wow. And so, so currently I'm in the United States. So this is, of course, you know, somebody in the United States say they're having a, a problem. Let's just say they're watching the show right now and they wanted to uh, purchase it. Would they be able to? Yeah, yeah. I mean, people can definitely reach out to me. We don't have a direct-to-consumer um, mm -hmm. payment system currently set up, but we would definitely would um, help folks get a hold of the knee brace if needed. Um, and again, it's, you know, this current version that we have now, the L1833 uh, post-surgical brace, is most su suited for the ACL post-surgical patient. Um, and we do have an unloader brace that's being studied in Chicago that will shortly be available too. And that one's more geared towards that OA population of osteoarthritis. Awesome. Do you have a prototype right next to you that we can take a look at? Yeah, I do. So this is the post-surgical L1833 from Open. Mm -hmm. um, it's a pretty standard post-surgical brace. Um, it's nice. It has alloy arms. So, you know, both medial and lateral uprights um, mm -hmm. that are very long for stability. Amazing. Um, it has non-stick pads, you know, non-slip pads. Um, it's also has clips on the front for easy, um, for easy uh, fitting and then Velcro adjusted straps. Um, and it's a pretty standard L1833 brace um, aside from the, you know, the AI module, which clips onto the lateral aspect of the knee. So it's considered an off the shelf, one size fits all orthosis mm -hmm. uh, in the description with the FDA um, and it is reimbursable. I love that. Let's talk about the, I know that it has a, um, a real-time remote uh, patient monitoring that's built in. Can we talk a little bit about how that works and, and how that separates other knee braces from this one? Sure. Yeah. So the open digital knee is really, it comes in three parts. So the brace I just showed you is one part. Mm -hmm. The other part is a, is a mobile app and we call it the patient facing mobile app. Mm -hmm. And what that app does is it contains, you know, patient information about their injury, about their surgery date, um, but more importantly, it shows um, the patient their prescribed care plan. So their physical therapist Love puts it. in their personalized prescribed care plan for that patient to then follow at home. Um, so, you know, during COVID times, it can help perhaps reduce the amount of contact the patient has with their clinical care team. Um, it also allows patients to, you know, feel um, comfortable in the, in the space of their own home to be able to follow their prescribed movement-based care plan um, and then have those changes made when updates are needing to be made, they can be made remotely. So it really helps engage the patient. And our whole goal is to really develop a culture of patient engagement okay. and help them improve patient compliance to their, to their rehab, rehabilitation protocols. Well, I love that. So this is basically a digital need platform that's built inside the AI system. That's right. That's right. And you know, it's controlled by the open lab. 
mm-hmm. which is a provider portal where the providers can log in and monitor their patients um, and access their their compliance data and, and then have a look at their objective data around, you know, knee range of motion or activity completion, um, questionnaires, pain questionnaires and, and things like that. So let's say that I have this on, on my knee and I'm logged in mm-hmm. and I notice that it, it has a, you know, a little green light on it. So I guess it's showing that it's, it's activated. Um, if I'm in pain, will it, will the machine know that I'm in pain or how, how, will uh, it, how does that work? Yeah, it doesn't so much know that you're in pain. Think of it as um, a hinge joint sensor that's attached to your knee that monitors about 16 different postures that your body can go through. So the digital knee is really tracking and monitoring your movements. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the care plan designed on the app is there to engage you in okay. your care plan. Um, so it won't monitor your pain per se, okay. but you'll be prompted to put in a pain score mm-hmm. and uh, provider your, your care team can actually send you various different pain questionnaires that are specific to your condition so that they can keep in touch with you around your pain and mm-hmm. um, you know it acts as an early alert system so that your care team can be alerted if you are considered at risk so if you you know put in that you have a high pain score um, it will give your care team the chance to to see that and reach out to you and, and, you know, encourage you to perhaps come in for a, a checkup or what have you. Wow. So with, I know that it has, like we've talked about, it has a digital a new platform on this. Does this, does this also uh, identify the risks or show like, you know, Hey, you know what, this is you're you're at, you're at this level or that you could be at this level because of the information you're putting in. How does that work? Does it communicate back with you or is the doctors communicating with you? How does that work? Yeah, so we're building in early alert systems, you know, and alerts for the care team. Um, currently, we have uh, our own remote patient monitoring staff okay. that have an overview over all patients that, are, that choose to be in the program. Right. So what that care team does is we are able to monitor patients not only for compliance, mm-hmm. but also for outlying factors. If we see that there are you know, prescribed activities that aren't being completed on a daily basis or perhaps high pain scores or other types of functional questionnaires, um, that have some sort of notable um, attention, then what we will reach out to that patient via text or phone call, check on them, make sure everything's okay. And if there is a reason for alert, we'll alert the care team and say, hey, you know, we've got a patient here that's experiencing pain with these particular movements. It may be a good time to intervene. And so one of the, <clears throat> one of the, um, the times that we've had a patient identified in that, in that way was with a physician at UCLA and we found this patient had actually returned to work a little bit too soon Mm post-surgery and they were recording 12 hours on their feet, you know, every day um, for the first three days post-surgery. So we were able to alert the care team. They touched base with the patient to find out that the patient had in fact returned to work a little bit early and, you know, was potentially putting themselves at risk. Um, So really good actionable objective data that can help encourage and educate patients. I love that. You know, it's interesting. I've, I've never, it's cool how it's a, a real-time remote patient monitoring. So you, you're seeing that if you're at a patient, let's just say you're at a level 10, from one to 10, 10 being high, one being low, let's say you're at an eight. So you're, in a way you're monitoring that, trying to get that from what I hear you saying, you're monitoring that level eight, to try to get it to say, you know, comfortable to like a two or a three. 
And so that's what this system basically does. That's right. Yeah. yeah, it can do. And that's exactly how it's designed. Um, mm-hmm. We have a definitely a, a, a clinical focus on, on functionality over pain. Yeah. We do mm-hmm. like to monitor pain when necessary and ensure that patients aren't in that dangerous, you know, eight to 10 level of pain for sure. I love that. So I'm sure uh, I, I could see a lot of uh, sports teams using this. Yeah, it is very good, you know, for youth sport in particular to monitor those patients and make sure that perhaps they're not doing too much, you know, as well as um, and doing enough to, to optimize their recovery. So it can be very useful. And we know that the most at-risk group for ACL injury is young females because of the Q angle at the hip. Hmm. So, you know, with specific retraining um, and strengthening that can be prescribed through the app, um, we like to engage these patients not only pre-surgery to give them optimal outcomes post-surgery um, in their prehab, but also post-surgery. And so we can help perhaps reduce the risk of re-injury once they've recovered from their ACL repair. I love that. My question to you, and I'm sure people are, are wondering too, is how would you say that this would, how is this so much different from a, I mean, I see how it's different, but how would you explain to somebody how different it is from just buying something at Walmart, a little brace, a knee brace, with compared to something like this? Sure, sure. Well, this is definitely a, a you know a post-surgical brace that is uh, FDA approved. Mm-hmm. It has an L1833. That's the code for the for the CMS reimbursement. Um, so it is a clinical level tool that the surgeon can use post-surgery surgery, or maybe mm-hmm. even post ACL damage, like right acute injury. Um, so that's one differentiator. And the other thing is, you know, the, the app is not just a generic app. It's a prescribed care platform that a physical right. therapist will actually put the care plan in specifically for that patient to follow. So we see it as a true clinical level device that can be used to, to gain that objective data. I love that. So, you know, I have a lot of doctors that are on our, that come on our show that I would say they always tell me 90% of their of the people that walk through that door is knee pain. Yeah. You know, and I love this. And, but then a lot of the doctors are like, yeah, but it's a bummer because a lot of the insurances don't cover. And that's, what's fantastic about this is that, you know, insurance covers this. And um, can you talk a little bit about um, on the insurance on what it covers? Does it cover, is it the, the, is it the whole thing or is it partial? And it's just good to ask that because nowadays you never know. Yeah. So, you know, it's common. It, it, so with a CMS um, reimbursement, it's regional in the United States by county for these types of DME off-the-shelf orthoses, the L1833. So, you know, a patient will have this brace covered um, and by their commercial payer or perhaps by Medicare or Medicaid. Um, but the, the brace itself is covered uh, when there is a documented knee instability, which is common when an ACL is ruptured or damaged. Mm-hmm. So as long as that physician has documented that knee instability in the chart um, and that provides medical necessity for this brace to be prescribed, then there's no reason that patient won't get covered for that, for that device. Um, the, the, currently, the module, the AI module, comes included with the brace. Mm-hmm. And then there are other reimbursement codes that offer the surgeon the ability to monitor these patients and spend staff time on this type of monitoring. And those are CMS codes around uh, remote physiological monitoring. Uh, we use uh, 
a bio, bio, um, sorry, biomechanical device, which is comparable to a goniometer, right. which is built into the, the device. Um, and that allows surgeons to bill uh, the 99453 code, which is for patient fitting and education, is the 99454, which is this mobile recording device. Um, and then there is a 99457 and 8, which is the time the doctor's office spends monitoring that patient. So not only does it provide another stream of revenue for the medical practice, um, it also provides the patient with that concierge level of care um, and you know, closer communication to ensure that they're compliant and they're on track to, to fully rehabilitate their knee. Wow. What, what would you say, are you seeing more rehabilitation centers that are utilizing this or would you say more, you're seeing more surgeons or would you say they're pretty much both the same? Yeah, more surgeons in fact, and it's um, really applicable to surgeons that own physical therapy practices uh, adjacent or inside of their okay. orthopedic practice. Um, and the reason I say that is that uh, the way money flows through the practice, um, it can be a tool that surgeons can use to ensure that their patients don't uh, travel outside of the practice to see an outside physical therapist. So okay, you know, while a physical therapy practice could potentially offer this to their patients as a value add for the surgeon as well, mm -hmm. uh, the referring surgeon, we see the most utilization currently being uh, surgical practices that have in-house physical therapy. Okay, amazing, that's awesome. So with, I'm sure there's, I'm, I know for a fact we have some physical therapy people like owners and, and practices that are watching this and some rehabilitation centers and um, surgeons. What would, are, is there, are they able to just connect with you and automatically get this into their office or is there a certain, uh, step they need to take or how does that work? Um, yeah, they absolutely can. We're doing volume-based discounts above five units, but we're cool. also doing pilot trials of two, two devices so that practices, practices can get accustomed to the technology. And um, we have a very seamless integration that doesn't disrupt current workflow. Uh, and that is by offering the remote patient monitoring service as a contracted service. So we, you know, allow offices to, adopt the technology on a trial basis with a couple of patients without, you know, having to do a lot of staff training or disrupt their workflow. Well, I love that. And, uh, you know, Andrew, I just want to say thank you so much for being here on the show. This is a, a phenomenal product. I'm excited to, for the other product to be coming out. So I, I know that as soon as you, you get that out, we'll, we'll have you guys, at least have you on the show again. And, uh, everyone just lets you know, make sure you go to, um, opentechnologies.com or you can also call the phone number on the screen. And um, again, if you, have a knee, if you have knee pain, you don't need to be in knee pain. And if so, you know what? Make sure you talk to a physical therapy practice because I'm sure they're going to end up having this. And if they don't have this, make sure you guys give Andrew a call. And uh, again, I want to say thank you so much for being on the show, Andrew. Thanks, Mark. I appreciate your time.